Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Cinephile, this one's for you. Your love of film allows us to do what we do. If you want to support us, the best way to do so is to hit that subscribe button. From Spotify to Apple to our video versions on YouTube, subscribing matters. Feel really compelled? Well, we want to hear from you. Have a burning question? An indie filmmaker we need to interview or a film we need to know about? Think you can make us laugh on the air? Drop us a comment or a review. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Human and Chris Kelly and Bryn. It's another edition of the FanDor Video Podcast. We have a very special guest today. His name is Ed Vincent, and he is the CEO of a thing called Festival Pass. And as I'm researching Festival Pass, this, the short answer, it seems, is Airbnb meets Class Pass for live events. Is that correct, Ed? Yeah, that's a good way to, to summarize it in a, a quick elevator pitch. Uh, obviously, it's a lot more than that, but on the consumer side, it's a marketplace like Airbnb with a subscription credit-based currency like ClassPass. So, yeah, if you want to expand on that a little bit. So let's just say I sign up for your service and I want to go to Coachella, Outside Lands, and Bottle Rock. These are all California concerts. Um could I do that? Could I do that with you guys? Yes, you can. And uh, not only can you go to festivals like that, you can go to 80,000 different events uh, like concerts and sporting events and Broadway theater and um, pretty much anything you can think about. So could I go to all three of those events for $9 a month? <laughs> no. How much would I have to pay <laughs> to go to those, challenge, yeah, right? those yeah. three events? Yeah. Yeah, so, so what, what it is, and this is what the credit-based currency is all about, and this is something ClassPass kind of did well, um, is they figured out a model that says, hey, uh, people can be a, sub- a subscriber, and in, in order, depending upon how much they pay per month, they receive credits. And with those credits, then you can then redeem those credits to go to any event you want on the platform. The benefit for us is those who are paid members of our platform not only do they never pay a ticketing fee, which, as you guys know, could be up to 20% of the actual ticket fee. Uh, and then on top of that, they're, they're getting um, discounts. So at our highest level, um, you're, you're typically going to be paying 20 30% less than you might if you went to any of the big marketplaces out there. And everybody's heard of StubHub and SeatGeek and Ticketmaster Marketplace and all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, you don't have to answer this. I know how everyone is protective. Like, how many how many customers do you guys have? Um, well, we have uh, uh, many tens of thousands, uh, <laughs> and uh, and hope in the future to have many millions. And, um, and so, if uh, you know, with these three festivals that I mentioned, Bottle Rock, Outside Lands, Coachella, these things sell out. If I have your subscription service. Can I still get a ticket if it sells out? Do I need, like, how does that work with the whole selling out? Yeah, so there, there's, it's a complex answer to a simple question, um, but I, I can give you a little bit of, uh, the little bit of the way the, the business works. So um, there's, 
primary owners and sellers, those who uh, are the creators of the festival that often um, sell the tickets directly. Uh, and then there's also secondary markets, which uh, all the, the ones I mentioned earlier, the StubHub, SeatGeeks, and you know, all the big marketplaces that people go to uh, often uh, have secondary uh, tickets trading on those markets. What's been interesting over the last, you know, call it five plus years, is there's been a little bit of a blur between the two where some of the primary big boys uh, will release tickets and kind of see what they're trading at in the secondary market before they release uh, other blocks of tickets. Um, so often, you know, I won't name names, but often you see big festivals like that. They say they're sold out. And then, you know, two months later, oh, wow, there, there happens to be a new release, uh, a new block of tickets right. we're releasing. And people are sometimes wondering, well, how is that? Why is that? And there, there is some nuances as to the reason why. But to answer your question is, will you be able to get tickets? Um, the answer is, is almost always you'll be able to get tickets. The question is, is what is it trading for at the market value at that time and had it previously sold out? That's on the secondary side. Um, we also have a ton of relationships on the primary side where because we have a substantial number of members um, and we're continuously rapidly growing every day that um, we do deals with direct primary holders of tickets that want our the marketing of reaching our members. Therefore, they're providing in some time, in some instances, they'll provide us blocks of tickets um, that only we'll have. Some some of a guaranteed audience is always the struggle. Um, and that, that, that's, I mean, I, I presume that's being replicated here. I, I come at this from an interesting perspective, having controlled movie pass for a time before I saw controlled. This Barnes is your thing. chairman right yes. here, Ed. <laughs> you worked for movie pass, your chairman sitting yes, right here. Yes. You, came, you came on the later side, but uh, <laughs> yes, it, it, but it's good, good to see you kind of sticking, sticking in what's a very complex space. And obviously things didn't work out for movie pass for a bunch of different reasons. Um, but they have worked out reasonably well for ClassPass, and so the the pursuing these models is, is still, you know, I think a, a, a an admirable goal. Um, yes. So I was going to say, just to, to to wrap on that is, uh, yes, uh, MoviePass had a couple issues along the way, and uh, for for the good or bad, I was there for eighteen months as the de facto chief data officer. Really, kind of looked under the covers and understood what works and doesn't work, and the model they had wouldn't work. Yeah. So MoviePass prepared you for this moment. Oh, very much so. I, I remember. I remember the days of being there. I mean, at, at a point in time, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, you know, as <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as an independent contractor, never actually a full time employee, um, I did sit at the table, you know, uh, with all the, the full executive team um, every day, and uh, I really I understood what the challenges were, um, and uh, you know. ClassPass isn't a perfect model, but it, it actually broke the mold of what you can do to, to maintain gross, positive gross margin on every transaction. And, um, you know, for us, we believe the live events industry is 20 times the size of the movie industry. Uh, it's a $200 billion global industry. And that's why there's a ton of uh, opportunity here. And, and still growing quite nicely in a way that the movie industry is not. Yes, yes. I mean, you, you might have seen some transactions just recently is a uh, uh, SeatGeek just flipped into a SPAC for 1.35 billion. Vivid Seats did it for 2 billion a few months ago. ClassPass just got bought yesterday by MindBody for over a billion. Um, so there's there's a lot going on. Yep. Well, I just want to say on some level, everyone in this room is indebted to Chris Kelly. Oh, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. That was the whole point of that question. All right. Let me ask you this. What events are covered in the space? Like what categories? Like give us uh overview of the things festival pass can get you 
Yeah, so, so that's the key here, right? So uh, we're, we're all live events. So um, everybody thinks of festivals and live events mostly as concerts. So yeah, of course, music is covered. Um, sports is the next biggest category. So everything from professional uh, sporting events to college sporting events. Uh, the other is um, film, of course. Um, not only uh, in, in there's a bunch of film screenings side, there's film festivals, um, but also, um, you know, we, we may or may not uh, uh, do some partnerships with some theater groups in the future, but it won't be the only thing on the platform. Um, I would just say that uh, one of our investors is the current CEO of Alamo Drafthouse, um, but that doesn't mean that that will uh, lead to a commercial relationship, but there's a lot of support there. Um, going forward, there's theater. Uh, every Broadway show you can imagine, every touring Broadway show is on our platform. Uh, and, then, and then it goes from there. Obviously, we have a, I think there's a huge opportunity in the food and wine space. Um, what happens is traditionally the food and wine space isn't necessarily um, traded in the same way many of the other uh, live events are. Um, so I think there's a big opportunity. There's over in 2019, before the pandemic, there was over 9,000 food and wine events in the U.S. Um, you know, you think of the big ones, Aspen Food and Wine, South Beach Food and Wine, New York Food and Wine, but every single community has a, a dozen you know, beer, beer and whiskey tastings or, or smorgasbords and, and those, uh, you know, five, 10,000 people show up at those events. And there's some interesting combinations too. I mean, Bottle Rock is probably the most prominent where there's a culinary stage as well. And you get yeah. some interesting cross-pollinations there. So Absolutely. uh are you guys fully funded or are you still raising money? Well, that's an interesting uh, concept is, as I initially uh, um, opened built the company with strategic investors. And we did, we played a little bit to uh, let the crowd invest uh, in a reg CF. Uh, and we probably will go back to reg CFs in the future um, to let our members be um, owners. Um, you know, even if you, you think about the concept of having, you know, hundreds of thousands of members paying a monthly fee, the fact that they can also be investors without being a traditional public company is actually very powerful. Um, but we're not gonna rely on that to fund the company. Um, so we have a bunch of strategic investors. I mentioned earlier a few. We uh, the co-founder of Homeaway is an investor. Um, professional hockey player Jacob Trub is an investor. So we have a numerous um, high-profile investors. Um, but to answer your question is, um, we may or may not in the next few months take a institutional round. Um, but we have enough uh, enough support with our strategic group to continue. You know the way we are. I just see an opportunity right now. We're at a place where um, the U.S. economy is going to be incredible for the next two years. Live events has never been more explosive in terms of pent-up demand. Um, 2.1 trillion in consumers' pockets looking to go out and do something. Um, so all the fundamentals are great, and it won't be this good for another 10 years. So it's possible in the next few months we will take some institutional funding and just grow. For those Very of cool. you watching at home, whenever Ed says may or may not, the answer is may. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's very strategic with his answers, isn't he, Chris? Absolutely. Look Absolutely. at this guy. Which is uh, the mark of a good CEO. So, <laughs> um, All right. Let me ask you another question because this, this question is going to expire. All the other questions are, are probably going to be solidified, but we're living in a world of coronavirus. Yep. And like with what you're doing, it's a national company. It might even be an international company. I have no idea, but how are the rules of coronavirus like affecting what you guys do for state to state? And because clearly California and New York are super strict, Florida, Texas, super open. Like, is that difficult for you to navigate? 
Yeah, it, it hasn't been for us because we're not putting the event itself on. Um, you know, initially, uh, a few months back, w when everything started coming back, there was a lot of confusion around, will somebody need like a specific verified health pass? How will it work? Um, nobody really started trying things at scale. And, you know, I've kind of settled on the path where we're a marketplace. So we're aggregating all of these events and our members are um, choosing to uh, redeem their credits for tickets to these events. Um, but we rely on the event owner creator to set the rules for what it means for being vaccinated or not being vaccinated, being able to, um, uh, you know, choose to go to that event based upon their rules. So when we're actually providing a ticket, we're providing a ticket under the terms of that events agreements. Um, so honestly, it really isn't a major factor in what we're doing um, only because we're not taking the liability of somebody attending that event. We're just providing the ticket. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Listen, I really want a direct answer here. Oh, God, please let me get a direct answer from Ed. Um, how many events do you personally go to? Are you inundated? Is there just so much awesomeness in your life that you're constantly saying no? And tell us some of the events you go to. Sure. Well, I, I currently live in Austin, Texas. I moved here a little over a year ago. So uh, where were one, you living before? Where were you living before? Uh, New York City for 23 oh. years. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Let's hear this. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so being here um, in, in Austin, to your point, Florida and Austin are pretty open. Um, so ACL just happened. So I did spend three days at ACL. Great time. Um, you know, when you when talk about uh, even Major League Soccer here, I've been to a bunch of uh, Austin FC games, which are a ton of fun. Um, but I also love the intimate events, right? So one of the great things about Austin and music is there's, you know, dozens, if not more, every night of really cool intimate events. Um, you know, I'm part of some social club that always does once a week. They bring in uh, musicians from Black Fret, which is re a really cool organization of talented musicians. So in that capacity, yes, um, uh, I in the near term, coming back, I've been going to sporting events, music events, uh, Austin Food and Wines coming up next week. Uh, that's going to be fun. Austin Film Festivals, uh, I think at the end of next week as well. That's going to be fun. Um, but then also elsewhere, uh, taking my daughter on a college tour uh, to uh, Duke and UNC. So I'm going to be going to a Tar Heels game in the very near future. So just trying to understand and love it all. And uh, I, I've been loving live events my whole life. I used to own the Dominican International Film Festival. I helped uh, the guys launch Vail Film Festival. Like I used to have an agency back in the day, and we did a lot in that space. Austin is a fantastic live music town, and uh, I'm glad that you're uh, enjoying it to its fullest. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Austin, it's obviously one of the fastest growing cities in, uh, in America now, um, but also it's it's actually still feels like a small town, which is great. Yeah, I always like to go down there. Um, all right, so this is a redundant question, but if you met me in the street, you had a minute or two, why should I buy a subscription to Festival Pass? Yeah, I mean, it's the, the super simple answer is price, right? So the idea that you never have to pay a ticketing fee, 
And the second idea that you're always going to find your tickets uh, for cheaper on Festival Pass. And one of the key reasons for that is as a subscription recurring company, um, we're willing to give up margin in order to get recurring revenue. So, you know, and without getting into the details of a lot of the competitor sites, um, you know, some people are upcharging 40, 50, 60% on top of the acquisition cost of the ticket. Um, you know, there, there's plenty of margin to share. So if we're giving 20, 30% back to our customer in margin, but we're getting recurring revenue uh, and they decide now they're going to buy all their tickets through us because they're a monthly subscriber, then we're in a good place. Um, so immediately price is one of them, but the big part is, is really not just price. It's about being part of a community. Um, one of the things that I set out to do is a lot of those other ticketing companies are very transactional. So what we're doing is we're building this really intimate community of people that love to go to live events that are passionate, high frequency live event goers. Um, we're building in a bunch of really cool social tools. Um, you know, when our app launches, it will be very TikTok like the TikTok like experience. Uh, do you do you have a specific story of a community? Because I've watched a handful of interviews with you and I heard you say this, but I'd like to hear. Do you have one? Where like this group of people came together and something magical happened. Anything? I don't know if I can give you an exact one, but almost everybody that is uh, either a member of ours or we know in the festival community, um, they talk about the fact that they'll go to a festival and meet, you know, some of the best friends of their life, and then they return year after year to the same festival to share that experience. Um, you know, because so when. Because community right now in this world is everything. It is. That's what everybody's looking for. So, like, I would pay the $9 just to get a new group of amazing friends. Yeah, and I agree. And one of the cool things that others don't do yet, right, is you build no, that community. You don't like your current friends? Who? No, I do. <laughs> but listen, We're sitting right here, man. <laughs> I'll say sorry, this. Sorry. In this world with everyone divided politically and everything else, like, to be able to go to a festival and meet a new group of people, like, that's everything right great. now, right? Yep, T totally. And, and and I can go on and on about the type of community we're building where I have this whole badge concept where, you know, badge is the bad word, but it's, uh, you know, almost in the gamification world where people can come on board and have a, a tier of, a uh, you know, whether they pay 19 or $49 a month. Um, let's say they're, you know, University of Texas fans. They can, for a couple bucks a month more, pay for a badge for UT. And now every time they're on the platform and somebody sees their profile on their face and a little UT badge, all of a sudden they're like, oh, cool, you love college sports. Same goes for somebody that might get a Leon Bridges badge or a, a Dead & Company badge or whatever it is. So all of those communities start building and then people start kind of planning to go to events with others. And pretty soon uh, you'll be able to just land on one of the 80,000 events and see all the little faces pop up, almost like the way Venmo works. And it says, oh, these 30 people that you know are actually going to this event. Connect with them. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, listen, Ed, did you enjoy this interview? <laughs> yes, I did. We enjoyed I, uh, you too. This is great. Yeah. This is really great. And, I'm really uh, glad that you're kind of stayed in the space. And getting these uh, getting these businesses right over time um, just leads to great the building of community. And and that's one of the one you, you can both build a great business and build a great community and and the two should go together. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, in the world of generational access, Gen Z's, millennials, they want a different product and they want to consume in a different way. And what we're building really uh, leads towards that. And and and, uh, and back to the may or may nots of the world, we may or may not sometime in late 2022 
deal with some NFTs in our community, which uh, could be super exciting. Yeah, in the crypto I, I space. would probably be a smart move too, as, a, as I've, I've, I've done more experimentation in the crypto space. Well, listen, everyone, his name is Ed Vincent. And uh, Ed, do you let fly into the radar? Do you have a website? Do you have ways people can connect with you? Or do you just, uh, just you know, hide? Yeah, well, if, if, if you want to be part of Festival Pass, you, you know where to go, festivalpass.com. Uh, same, I, we're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the above. For me personally, business-wise, I'm mostly on LinkedIn. So if, uh, that's the best way to get me. Um, but yeah, that's me personally. Right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for your time. So much, everyone, check out Festival Pass. Wish you nothing but the best, man. All right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Good one. Appreciate Bye. it. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.